but nature strip. He's a force of nature today. That's his fourth grip length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes, there's history. But this is a blitz. It's a weak blitz. Two in a row. And she joins the all-time greats of the turf. Winks as well. Beautiful evening out there, mugs, muggets, everyone who's put us in your ear through Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, that's the other one, mate. We're the hottest racing preview show <laughs> on the airwaves. Welcome back for another week there, Bean. Mugs, how are we? We are back in business after what was a pretty tough weekend last weekend. Yeah, tough weekend, but I think we can get away with chucking a line through it because we had, well, had a bit of a sprinkle over Doombin, which turned into a... Heavy 70. We had two, two scratches, two, two, two races yeah. abandoned that were run. Two abandoned and, and I think a couple of scratchings between the two of us as well. So yeah. probably, look, mugs just don't grill us because, you know. That's, do, we, do, we we get get, for, do we get a yeah, forgive? We get a forgive. It's a mulligan. You get one per year and we're cashing that one in now. So, but hey, Moz's uh, race one streak continued, mate. So I was yeah, pretty happy yeah, That's right. That's two in a row, mate. Two in a row. And, and then. Uh, race one king. Yeah. And then, look, I was, I was pretty much just waiting for Alderman there in the the last or the second last and uh, abandoned. So I guess I just went elsewhere and, you know, the rest of the story, mate. Yes. <laughs> Most of our mugs do every weekend. <laughs> mate, but big week in racing. Yeah, it's been um, a huge week. Huge news today, especially. Uh, Hugh Bowman, if you're listening, six weeks he got. What do you think about that, mate? Well, I'm, I'm saving that. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, okay. there's a bit of a special coming up. Um, coming up later on yep. in, the, in the podcast on my thoughts on um. All right, Monsieur Bowman. All right, well, you just put your hand up, mate, and I'll give you the uh, yeah, give you the microphone <laughs> for the next ten. But hey, uh, I don't think it's going to be the last that we're going to hear of it because even regardless of our journalistic view, mate, because we are the best in the business at sourcing the news first out there for the mugs. There was not a lot of people on the side of that was a fair fair handout, so to speak. So we'll be watching this space, but, mate, we'll move on quickly because I'll leave it for now. I don't yeah. want to get you too fired <laughs> up, mate, before race one because we're going back to the promised land, mate, Eagle Farm. So Hello, this, this thing drains, mate, regardless of where the rain's coming from, how much it is, this thing drains. we got the rail out half a metre, so pretty much, you know, even all around, as you can as you can possibly hope for. Every yeah. horse is going to have their chance. We're going to be on a good, which is good. We've had some good weather all week, and it's going to continue. And we start off with a five-horse race in race one. You've got <laughs> to be kidding me, mate. It's my least favorite oh. numbers in this field. I think they prefer three or something like that. Oh. At least you give some idea. It's, um, it turns into a bit of a, um, yeah, these, these races, I think, are probably the most difficult to tip into. They are. purely based on map and all sorts of factors like that. Well, that's the thing. It's a And it's a 1,500-meter race too. So, I mean, a lot of these horses are coming off a couple of starts. So how do you really know, A, how to handicap them at the weights, um, which we don't. Obviously, that's why we're mugs punting. But again, I guess I think Igor might have covered the trip last start, but I think that might be the only horse that has pushed sort of beyond that 12, 1,300 that you get at Doomin. So... Mate, it's a bit of, I guess, trust your gut. <clears throat> five horses, one in five chance. That's how I'm looking at it. And there's two of us here. Yeah, so, so that's going to be... We think differently yeah. than... So than we're, you, you know, that's, that's the math. It's yeah, math. You've got two right? fists of the field, so it's not, not too bad. I have, um, 
I, I went with Apache Chase on top here. I just thought in these kind of races, I think you're back the best horse in the race um, or the best up-and-coming horse in the race. And I think off the back of its last start win, Apache Chase is the one that um, I've settled with on top here. I mean, it's $2.05. It's no price. I wouldn't be talking into you as a, you know, your launch bet of the day. But it gets out in the front, gets running on the speed map it looks to be the natural leader and i just think if you're thereabouts in a race like this it's to be fair pretty open eagle's been known to sort of get back a little bit um i just think it, it gets a chance here to get the job done yeah mate well you're speaking to the race one specialist here so yeah, i might i might need to tell you how you're gonna be wrong here um but I'm, I'm jumping on Eagle here. Uh, last start was at Ipswich there. I think it almost got backed into favourite, and that was the Bangers and Mayo race, which we picked like a nose, mate, and you, you spot on, you said it. Eagle just is one of those horses that gets back but showed a, a really good turn of foot. Storman, obviously too late, but got into third from a long way back. Um, the difference here today or on Saturday is Eagle Farm has the straight for a horse like this to be able to – Wind up, um, and when there's five in the field, it's, you know, a back marker is going to be two lengths off the leader, you know, sort of coming into the home straight. So that's how I'm thinking may hopefully pan out. The Igor might be last on the turn, but isn't far enough away to actually have a good dig. And $2, 270 for Igor, Quinella, baby. Well, we get the we get the black figures in the Cronulla. That's 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 the question. Well, that's exactly, mate. But uh, look, I think race one. If if one of us jagged, it's going to probably set up how the day might pan out. Because you're right, Apache Chase looks to be the obvious leader. um, And if it just does it hands on heels, well, could be a bit of a sign of things to come. Yeah. So which was which was dooming on Wednesday. So congrats. I'm hoping that. I'm hoping that. Yeah. It's not the not the hot rail we had. Oh, man, tell you what, and then you just refer straight to the speed maps and those horses that you pick are going to lead. Don't lead, and you wonder why you rip your hair out <laughs> at apprentice jockeys because they're apprentices for big big Moz here. Still a bit bitter over the um, over a few of the rides from Wednesday. I think. Well, mate, let's uh, we we might need to. to Go back through the archives, mate. The punting rules that we had a while ago. Yeah. Um, I think I'm really ready to add apprentice jockeys into never back them whatsoever into the punting rules because oh, they just – they're – and I'm no expert. I'm not a jockey. But you can just sort of tell I – mean, I mean, the argument is that a senior jockey is just that much stronger experience. They just seem to be able to straighten a horse up. And there was a few rides there on Wednesday where I was just sitting there like this horse is running its head rampant, yeah. 200 from home, when it should just be on the straight narrow, hitting its top pace, you know, and, and running over the top and winning from Ozzy. But just uh, I don't know if it just seems a bit more obvious when there's an apprentice on board for a bad ride. I don't know, mate. What do you reckon? Am I am I on something here, or am I just being a being a harsh old mother? I, I don't know. I think I think you have you kind of have a case. I think it depends though, because then there's a few of those apprentices down in say um, Melbourne in particular. Like there's a couple. One came over from South Australia in um, Locking Nine Door, yeah, and then fine. you've got um, Campbell or Willa as well. And those two kids are absolutely 
they're unbelievable, those two. Like, they almost give a horse an extra length. Like, that yeah. That claim generally makes a difference because you get the same quality ride. Well, not the same quality ride as you get as – I wouldn't compare them to sort of Craig and Ollie and that kind of thing. But you do get a pretty good ride from what you get on a senior jock anyway, and then they have a claim as well with that extra bonus. So, I don't know, up here, I don't ride them all off, but I can – I sense that, yeah, I, I, I do have – there's the same feeling in terms of – I think the strengths are key in terms of keeping them on task. Yeah, if you need a horse that needs to be ridden, yeah, you don't want an apprentice on board. Oh, well, mate. Well, this week I haven't backed any horses with apprentices on board, so we'll see We'll see how we go. See how we go. But, mate, we'll move on to race two, and we're looking a bit of cut, copy, and pace here because we've got the, uh, the middle distance, the 2200 – BM90, Humboldt Current there leads the market for the Wally Yard. you got Sir Barnabas, just one of those horses. Chris Lees is here again, as usual. It's just that middle distance staying test uh, that we get the Lees Yard, the Wally Yard, and a few local hopes that might be able to ruffle some feathers, mate. Who wins race two? Uh, I actually found Roma Cash on top here. I thought um, I thought it was a standout. Comes off a superb run um, last start, Ipswich off the bias that you mentioned. The Bangers and Mayo um, took advantage of, and it was really running on well late in in the distance race. There we saw Roman Aureus perform well off the back of its pretty positive run on effort at Ipswich on that yeah. same day yesterday at Doomben, which wasn't a run on day really. I mean, I know it was inside rail and then popped off. Oh, it still just, exploded late and was still too just good. Just good horse. And Real so I think horse. off the back of anything that's run on well at that Ipswich carnival that they had for that day, I think you can take a bit of form out of that. I think Roma Kash here draws the inside, um, does come up against Humboldt Current pretty well placed, but I'm getting sevens versus twos. And I just I just feel like it's the value in this particular race here. I'm not taking the 220 about Humboldt Current in this case. Oh, well, mate, that's good because I know that uh, you'll move the market if you took that 220 because I'm going to absolutely truckload on that 220. Mate, I think Humboldt Current is just just a bit too obvious jumping out of the screen at me here. Um, I mean, it's a boring pick because it's a $2.20 favourite, but I just come down to looking for something to beat it that I just can't find in this field. Uh, last start, destroyed it, you know, one by four or five lengths. Stardome came out and did the exact same thing last week. So, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not opening anyone's eyes to the obvious here, but just think it is the best horse in this race. Yep. So Barnabas, just one of those ones that's just always running, running on. Yeah, and can't, just, can't catch you, can you? Oh, where, you know, Humboldt, Humboldt is going to be – if not leading, two or three off the lead and, and is going to be, I guess, in that position to take the lead, uh, you know, 200 out from home and look like the winner. So, yep, so Barnabas jumping off, Humboldt Current jumping on, short, sharp, sweet, mate. That's me in race Easy two. Game. It's me in race two. And, look, race three, I reckon we could be in a little bit of unison here because this one is slowly but surely becoming the two mugs punting poster boy. <laughs> and that's a stud to ring. So scratch from Saturday pops up back here, opens the favorite there and make two eighty. And I think there's been a bit of cash there for it already. Yep. Yeah. Open about threes. Uh, Prometheus there, Mangione, Musharia. I guess it's just that, that class of, you know, battlers, but I reckon stuttering just is, a field above this field. What do yeah, you reckon? Yeah, it's mm. it's. There's reasons you could jump off. I mean, there's Mushra up from Sydney, um, <clears throat> bigger straight, extra distance, but it just 
keeps winning. I'm not I'm not hopping off a horse that just keeps winning. I mean, a couple of those runs that we've mentioned the last couple of times, I've tipped it anyway, um, that it's just, it's, it's been running three wide tough runs and just gets the job done and still wins. So I just think he uh, yet to win at the distance, but I think it's placed three of the four attempts at the distance. It'll get a wall of 1,600. That won't be an issue here. And I just think wins again. Yeah, no, I can't can't add much more to that, mate. I mean, it does kick off a pace too. Like it yeah. doesn't have no sprint. It's not like one of those horses that sort of barrels yeah. along and has the same pace. It does have a bit of a sprint at the end as well. So well, I just think yes, yeah, with it. And the last last two or three weeks, you know, we've been seeing the likes of Wapiti, Roman Aureus that are just going around in this sort of off season and and really running well. This fella is right up there with him. You know, yeah. his last couple of runs have just been alongside those really really good horses. Yeah. And it's one of those things, you know, how can you really make a case for anything else in this field? It's going to go forward. You know where it's going to be. It's not going to be a bad luck story. It's going to be tough as they come. come. It's just going to be a, well, a long, what, minute and a half watching a mile to finish off so you can go cash a check. Yeah. Pretty much, (laughs) mate. That's right. Yeah. That's that's going to be the only one. It is the mugs poster boy at the moment. Well, and uh, and that's it. Your only worry about race three is what you're going to do into race four yeah, to reinvest because this is, this, is this is where this is where I just don't get how some bookies create their markets nah. because we've got a thousand meters here, mm-hmm. a three year old handicap. Yep. All these horses have had one, two, three, four starts max, yet you've got a dollar fifty. Favorite in here after a, a maiden where it won at a dollar twenty. Yeah, it didn't Drew make zebra. It, it didn't make sense. To me. It won by two I, lengths. I know it trialed well and all that kind of stuff, but it just yeah. But you look at some of the other horses in this field, and realistically, well, that's what we're here for, monks. We're here to make you look outside of the favorites. So. I'm gonna load up on blue <laughs> zebra and take the dollar fifty. No, not really, <laughs> mate. I found one. I'll uh, I'll kick us off because yeah. I know you're licking your lips here too. So I think you're looking at Value Street, but yeah. one I found here uh, from the Edmonds Yard, and I do remember last prep there was a little bit of hype around this fellow, and that's Zeri, spelt with an X. Zeri or Sherry? Or Sherry? X Zeri twenty six, mate. When it wins, doesn't matter. Cool, how you <laughs> exactly. Uh, but. Did trial up really, really well, um, and that particular trial was one of the fastest of the days there at the Gold Coast and absolutely came in hands and heels. So the only blemish on the record there um, was a seven-length loss to a horse named Rothfire, who's pretty good. He's a a pretty sharp horse. Pretty sharp horse. And the second horse, which was uh, only two lengths away from Cherry, Zeri, Berry, Larry, was a horse called Kiscano. Who's yeah, also yeah. a pretty good horse. Pretty good so, well. I mean, two lengths off Kiscano. If Kiscano was in this field, he'd probably be the – she'd probably be the $2 favourite, you know, in this field. So, I think there's a bit of quality here if you look outside the favourite and even just having a quick <coughs> look, mate, like four bucks to place. Um, it's literally balls in on the favourite, dart job the rest because I just don't think the market knows what it's doing. No, I agree. I um, I actually found – there was one that I had on. It was a, it was a trial files from um, – Last prep, and that's Clearview Star for the Wallace Sables. So it comes here. Um, I, I think I've written even even down. I've written it, the price just doesn't add up at all. So it's the yeah. same. It's the same kind of feeling. Seen in the same way, mate. Um, I just think Clearview Star here for Waller comes off a pretty strong prep last start. I mean, it won its first start, second uh, second start. 
Um, should draw a front position. It's drawn 11, but it'll be on pace and humming along. I don't want anything that's going to get back in a field like this where they're all sort of fairly fresh horses either because I think they're not, you know, they haven't they haven't been seasoned through and they don't know how to take the gaps potentially and that kind of thing. I do trust the trainers, but that's always a query here. And I just thought each way odds eleven dollars. I think it, I think it's if it's not as good, it's not much worse than the favourite Blue Zebra. And you're getting I'm mean, moving over eleven dollars and it's nine dollars. So I'm I'm taking that on trust there for the Wallace Stable. He knows what he's doing. And I think at the eleven dollars, I'll be having a bit of a swift play there each way. Beautiful, mate. That's uh well going to be a really interesting race that one. Uh, we move on to race five, and I tell you what, it just must be a bit of a. Uh, I think it's the Black Soil Bloodstock team who who rep those black and white colours. So they're they're good lads, you know, friends of the friends of the mugs on Instagram, Facebook, yep. Twitter, all of the above. But I think their their system obviously works. You know, they're they're buying horses and they're, they're getting some really good getting some really good horses that are just winning. But the thing is, when you have that little bit of a stigma. The bookies catch that and just sort of price the market around that hype rather than the form itself. So there's another one here that pops up, which I do think is a bit of a false favourite here in race five. The 1,200 metres, the Colts and Geldings. you got Chico Malagro there at $3.40, who started favourite last start there as well at Ippy. Um, and all forgiving, probably could have gone off the track. But you probably still want to see a little bit more when it was it was hammered in. Um, anyway, Arthur in charge. Again, we, we sort of potted why this thing couldn't win last week. Different field here. Buggerlugs, midweek winner. Aggravate Alderman, scratch from last week. Mozzers must have. Yep. Uh, and the list goes on. We've got a pretty decent field here, but... You're taking the shorts of uh, 350 about Chico Malagro. No, but I am not that, mm. that end of the market. I've, I've actually found Arthur in charge on top here. I think yeah. um, he's a bit of a head case, this bloke. He tends to thrash about, and I don't think he's run up to the standard he has so far. Um, I think from around the map, he sort of should posse up. Uh, he'll be the back half of the field. But I think with this race, there was enough pace. There was enough pace here where it could sort of pick up a bit of a spot. Um, cut in the ground if that rain. I mean, I did the form on sort of soft five moving to good. It's not an issue if it's a good track. He runs fine on that as well. But um, I think for the months yard here, the key is getting him right in the head. And I think yeah. if he's right in the head, he's winning. No worries at all. Well, I've noticed a few of the runs I've been watching. He's he still he still runs superbly, but just that tiny bit of a bit of clarity yep. in the mind and he could be a real good horse, I think. Yeah, spot on. And that was our that was our spot on the podcast uh last last week when we well I had Alderman top. You weren't on Arthur in charge in that field either. But maybe back at Eagle Farm is the best thing for this yeah, horse. I, I, think I, I think I sort of was it's a, bit a big open for me. Open. He's gonna get yeah. his room. Yeah. You know, but look I'm sticking with uh with what I know and that was Alderman on top. So I'm yep. sticking with the the big boy there. Eight bucks I'm getting. And look, the reason for it was I saw Arthur in charge, the main danger on that race on Saturday that was washed out. Um, the other two that are ahead of it in the market can't really see the value there. And Chico Malagro, I think, will uh, will certainly blow out before the jump there. So I think Alderman's a little bit of the overs right now. And, again, one of those horses that's just going to push forward from a bit of a wider gate. No issues in terms yeah. of luck there or anything like Put that. Put himself on speed. Loves a good track. Good yeah. second-up record. Done well at Eagle Farm, mate. So, yeah, 
good race that one race uh race number five and five and mate we move on to race six and before we get the punters and the mugs keen for the quaddy legs because if you were tuning into ipswich today fifty thousand dollar quaddy can you believe that <laughs> on, a, mate, on a Thursday. Thanks, mate, thanks, oh. thanks, thanks to um, thanks to is it? I believe it's Sean Cormack on um, Longwaters. Oh um, my goodness! Volton or something like that. Mate, and it won like a two dollar shot. It flew. Trust me. Yeah, watch the replay. But mate, I did well. To be honest, I don't know if we've ever jagged a quaddy, but I'm assuming we jagged probably at least ninety percent <laughs> of them most weeks. So that's what we want. We want numbers. We want the quaddies, but. I think there's some uh, steam that you may need to just get off your chest, mate, so the clear thinking is coming ahead for the next four races. So Bean's, uh, Bean's got the mic here. We've got Bowman on. you got Beans in the sea. I don't really know what you want to do today, mate, so you just you just run with it. We've got a race coming up at Northern that I know you're pretty invested yeah. in, so you just have the mic for two minutes and I'll, uh, I'll just watch the fireworks. Oh, well, we had, um, we do, we've, we've been doing beans in the sea every week, so we obviously offload a truckload of horse into the sea that we're not, I'm not going to stick with any longer. And I've got one here. However, that was pre-seeing the pitiful six weeks that oh. the stewards in New South Wales served up Hugh Bowman. And then the even more pitiful pathetic apology from the um, from the man that rode Winks. It's almost yeah. it's an embarrassment to the sport, really. He apologises to I, the owners of Hot Hayes. I, I, I saw that was a bit ordinary as well. It was a disgrace. Yeah. How many starts has it had? Four or five starts or something, hot and hazy, and it come has it? Yeah, it's had, no, it's had one, one, one from one. One, oh, one trial, from one. Trial, a couple trial, of trials. So that was, was a, it was a second race start. <clears throat> Comes into that. Yeah. I, I tried. I tried to find the purchase price. They couldn't. Couldn't locate it. But I'd be in the ballpark of attempting to. I don't know how it works from a legal perspective. But you'd almost want to have a go and sue sue the bloke because it's just it's getting to the point where it's a it's an absolute joke. And he apologised. I'm sorry to Andrew Atkins, and it was so genuine. Yep. He came out, took out half the field. Bloke could have died. The horse is but has been euthanized on the day. It's. I mean, six weeks. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit laughable. Um, it turns the sport into a joke. And even I I look at it more And Bailey Bailey Norris well, up here for that ride on, exactly. on what's his name? What are they talking about giving him three months? Mate, and I even put oh, one up I put one up today in the uh, in our in our Facebook group and look, all condolences to all parties, but I look at it the comparison of the crime in a penalty and you look at hell yeah. Big Mickey, hell yeah. Fucking biggest mad dog we know. Yeah. So that ride in the Michi a few weeks back where yeah. it was rolled as a dollar twenty shot or whatever, yeah. he got three weeks for not riding that out in the last 20 metres. He was never going to win that race. He was never going to win. If anything, you're doing more of a service to the horse By if it's beaten up. It out. So he got three weeks for that. And you're telling me that that is half the severity of what Big Mr. Hugh Bowman did on yeah. on like it just sends an abs- no no message that is sent from that is a good one. No, no like it's yeah. And this is like the other thing when you look at this made like Channel Nine News mainstream news. Yeah. And now imagine that response now when this comes out to the news outlets. Yeah. It just drags racing through the mud again. Yeah. There's no punishment for just poor behaviour and just no. completely ill judgment. And I think he said, "Oh, I've been in this industry and." You know, this was my judgment and sort of carried on. Well, you got to admit that you're making mistakes sometimes Hugh Bowman, as well. You're in the sea, mate. <laughs> yep, there you go. You're in the sea. So, good, yeah. good call. And Disgusting. Con- well, conveniently, he's back for all the major Group One rides yeah, in uh, the spring. Yeah, so interesting, isn't it? I don't know. Integrity up here in Queensland, Bean. 
you know, yeah, we don't he's really, not up we, here. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they're pretty good up here. Well, that's it. We're probably doing better than yeah. New South Wales right now. So, yeah. all right. Well, there you go. Hugh Bowman in the sea. To be honest, he's been in the sea for me for, uh, since Wink's retired. So, yeah. yeah, we'll take it, leave it. We'll move on to the quaddy, mate. Let's do it. Because that's what we want. We want, see, want the winners. We want the cash. We want the money. And we're on a class three. We've got the 1,400 metre, mate. The good old Mount Franklin plate you know great uh, great bottles up there of water so Eurobell star is, is this one of the hardest quaddy quaddies oh, you've man. done for quite some time because between this race the last race and I think the next one there's three dead set yeah dartboard jobs yes and Eurobell here probably comes through the best form lines that we go back to with that Wapiti Roman Aureus yeah. got stuttering that that sort of form, uh, but you're not missing out there. You're getting 350 as favourites. Starla, again, put on ice for the last couple of weeks with the tracks maybe, so good track, could be good. Yep. Um, on the other hand, though, slow hands just seems to fire on a soft and we're probably going to get a good, t- good track here. Yep. Mate, this is probably one of those dartboard ones Mate, in four races. It is, and that's why I'm going to be on. I'm going to be having a smooth move with the. I mean, the, if the month cycle has a good day, Saturday, yeah, like, mate. Big B, big B, big B, he's going to be having a pretty good day. Um, smooth move. Christmas card comes off a um, comes off a last start win in which it beat slow, slow hands. I will note that obviously slow hands was um, was running it down in the last hundred. There comes off a tiny bit worse at the weights, but the key here is smooth move draws three. Slow hands draws 15 in a pretty big field. Yeah. You've got, like you mentioned, um, soft to good track. We're looking at here, the rail only half a metre. I just thought those inside draws are going to be a bit of an advantage on that potentially superior ground that's had a bit of a um, had a bit of a rest. Out of that same race where it, um, where it knocked off slow hands, fast net cycling came out yesterday and it won. licked them. Looked, it looked a pretty good win in terms of that. I just think here the extra weight I'm not too concerned about. Ten dollars, I just think each weight all day. Best the best value of the day, smooth move. Well, mate, I'm in a, a super open race. Well I'm glad you are seeing it like that because I'm going the short way home. I'm sticking with Euro Bell and just reasons outline, mate, that form line that it just comes through just looks to be yeah, it is not right now. Off season Queensland, yeah. mate. That's what I like to see. But you talk barriers, Eurobell is going to be sitting on smooth move the whole way. So yeah. if you look like the winner at one stage, that means that I'm going to look like the winner <laughs> at another stage as well. So I'm hoping just that form holds up. Uh, this girl had a win at Eagle Farm a couple of starts back, and that was uh, when she dead heated and got a, got a nose in front of stuttering. So just lining that up on stuttering earlier in the day, I think it's an absolute good thing. So Eurobell, yep. sure way home for the quaddy, mate. First leg. Yeah, and then, uh, mate, then we move on to another 1,200-meter race. Uh, yeah, 1,200 meters. Phillies this time. The Phillies are mares. And last start, we pretty much told the mugs out there why socializing would not win. Fingers crossed they all backed us in. I don't know if we picked the winner or not that race. No, we did not. We did. That's all right. We told you what horse would not win. Yeah. And that was socializing at about a dollar forty that day. So, but again... Socializing's back here, mate. Three dollar favorite probably gets a little bit more of a show in here back at the farm. Space is there. Easy barrier draw, but musical genius, a bit of hype, all Shiraz. Woman of Gold was a really good winner last start, winning shots. Few of the Lee's yards up as well, mate. Big yep. field, open field. 
This is uh, dartboard number two. Yeah, it is. It is. A, this is a very tough race. I think um, if you still like socialising, stick with it. It's three twenty. You're probably getting a bit of value. Oh, it's a better price now but, for, uh, yeah, for this, the horse. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's sort of almost. It's almost fair. But um, there's two things I like, and they come together here, and I like bubbles and balls. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Someone balls. Yeah, yeah. Not, not the balls you, you mugs are thinking about, but bubbles. You suck one in and you blow yeah, one yeah, out. Right. I'll let you mugs decide which Mate, order. Bubbles, balls here. Bubbles, ball here on top for me. Um, bit of a spruik about this horse um, coming up from Sydney for the Lee Stable. It sort of has run in some fairly sharp races. But um, it's come off some, some okay trials up here, I think, um, a third and a fourth. A one-length loss to JJ Dar and Three Oot, which won yesterday. Um, Warwick Farm, you know, midweek Metro form, but that's probably this sort of race. That's probably almost the class in terms of um, in terms of that kind of an affair. Um, I'm taking the stable on trust here. Lee's normally brings them up. He tends to do this a bit. I've noticed over the Just last little easy period. Kill, isn't it? Yeah, he sort, of, he sort of brings them up to get a win or get them sort of humming along. He's done that with a few of his horses, similar to what Waller does with a few yeah. of his as well, like Humboldt Current, which you're on earlier in the day. But I just saw Bubbles Ball. I think it was. Um, I see it's in the nine, so I think it opened about twelves. And 350 I saw earlier, and I just thought, you know, it gets Jackson Murphy with a claim, and I just thought, up from the south here, he's not bringing it up here just for a picnic. It's probably here to win, and I, um, I'm taking the odds about it. I think yeah. it's a pretty good bet. You're going to be a part of that, mate. Well, I'm not too far off here. I've got uh, I've got one in the fourth line of betting. As of right now, I'm sticking with Woman of Gold here. Wasn't, uh, wasn't on it last start, but good segue in, mate. We mentioned the Amici race couple of starts ago. So Muggs out there, if you're going to watch the replay of Woman of Gold, you'll get to see what I was talking about there with Big and Mickey Hell Yeah. But look, that was 1,200. That was Eagle Farm. That was on a good track. And this thing was just absolutely eating that lineup. So I'm just going to stick with winning form. Simple as that because I've just found this race really, really hard. Yeah. Um, and looking at the even the speed map, I just don't know who's going to lead this race. So it might just come down to... Barrier draws, as we said, and yours has got a good draw. Yeah. I mean, you know, if they're sitting three wide, it's probably the jockey's fault rather than the speed around the horse. So look out for that one. And uh, we're on a bit of a jockey crusade lately, so don't let us down this weekend, jocks out there listening. Yeah, pick it up and let's get the biscuits. Yeah. Mickey Kale is a group one winning jockey, so, oh, okay. Yep. All right, mate, but look, two, uh, two to go, mm-hmm. and... And back to the 1400, we've got the open mm. handicap. So we get some good horses here, some good form lines coming together. Mr. Bellagio doesn't run a bad race. $2.80 there, the favourites. Yep. Are we right or wrong? Because that's the second pick Mate. in that one as well, which was ridden absolutely upside down yep. last start. So. It was due to run in the last yeah, one of the last, last two weeks, last so, week, so it didn't run there. I mean, even um, that horse, they've had a bit of problems over the years, so I guess it, it must be flying still if they're happy to still line it up. Yep. You know, it's had a few runs this prep. Uh, Smart Edge, Skates Paris Persuader. Yeah, they're all – there's about four or five of them, mate, from that 7 to sort of $12 range that – I don't know. Yeah, we seem to pick one out every week and go close, but we want a winner. Mate, we'll be skating to Paris if you get home. <laughs> Mate, we, we, both, um, we both mentioned it as a smoke to include in our wider exotics. Uh, at the Ipswich. At the Ipswich, Ipswich just start. couldn't, couldn't right, win on that. off the track. Couldn't, couldn't win, win on that track. With the bias. It yep. was just a complete forgive, run, forget it. I think... Um, I think even um, shout out to Mr. Hutchie. Even he found it as a bit of his. It was his his value runner in the last. I think I saw it oh. get on that week. So 
he he's on the same line of thinking, which is maybe not a good thing the way he tips sometimes. But anyway, <laughs> shout out to you, Hutch. Well, he's, but, he's, he's seen him like we are. Yeah, I just thought um, Skate to Paris here, it's underrated off the back of that um, that bias run last start. Handles the conditions, does draw a gate here, which I think is, um, is important in terms of this race. Um, I just... To be honest, I just kind of like forgive it, forget about the last race. It'll posse up. It'll be flying in behind. It's only carrying 55 kilos, and it's probably brute class almost, this horse. No wins third up. Second up is its go, which is obviously why the, the punters were sort of thinking about it being a fairly open chance since last start. But I just thought $8. I'm happy to play again on a track that just suits this horse down to a dead set tee. Yeah, mate, hundred percent. And look, I'm I'm backing in here as well. I'm on I'm on the Paris bandwagon here, mugs. So in the background, we got uh, we got Northern racing. So if you hear a few cheers, it means one of us has done well. But look, you're right. First up, we black booked it. Absolutely stormed home there at Eagle Farm. So it has a bit of a love for the track. And look, even that last race, regardless of the track didn't play to suit a horse like Skate to Paris there, but that was a listed race. You've got yeah. Jamie Lady, Moltaja. Mr. Elijah was Shawar. in that race. Was it in that race? It was in no, the listed race. No, it was, in the, uh, it was in the other one on the same day. But um, but it's a like for them to even you know nominate and contest that kind of race just shows, I guess, the opinion that Munts probably has. As soon as you saw how the track was playing, you just thought, <laughs> here we go. So, yeah, the mugs are on. All right, we snaked on in. You yeah. beauty, mugs, so we're riding high. The get-out stakes just, just a bit just, of a... Just got a, just got a, a tasty multi-home with a, um, with a, with a second place at, um, at Northam. So you did get knocked off by a $68 shot, though. Oh, jeez, So, so yeah. roughly he's continued Man, to roll, in, all over roll again. in on Thursday. I'll tell you what, it's not a good day to punt on a Thursday, no, is it? Yeah, jeez, that's all right. We, I had one winner today in the... Uh, yeah, that's right. In the mugs group, so good on your Moza. We want to wear in the get out though, mate. It's tough mate, again. Mate, it's you, can, mate, you can leave me off here, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wind it up. This is a dead 1800, set. and oh. I reckon I'm seeing this one with a little bit more confidence with you. Watch the replay of Parangus's last start win there at the Gold Coast. This thing absolutely pushed the button, dicked him away, kicked, dicked, and licked the rest of the field there, Mugs. That's how we like to say it. Uh, and it just looked like a real good horse that had been knocking on the door for quite a while. I think that was his go, though. It got out to the 1800 on a good track. And that's where its best form is going to continue. So I'm going short way home here in the last. And the reason for that is just it's the only horse that really put him to the sword last start. I mean, there's a few around the mark. Joymaker I'm going to bring up. I know you don't like me saying that word, mate. Lord Gadotten's another one. You're going to get angry I'm about to follow it up with. <laughs> mate, yeah, well, you know, $3. Uh, hallowed, hallowed Girls is second in the market there, but I think that may be scratched from uh, our early mails. So we'll see how we go there. But short way home in the last for Mozza, Parangas. Parangas. Be with me. Mate. Oh, right, mate, right, mate, I'm, I'm, All right. I'm He's riding a different I'm, bike. I'm sticking with um, – I'm sticking with Joymaker. Uh, <laughs> Mate, hear me out. This, this is a, this is a spoiler for next week. Yeah, this uh, could be in the yeah, city. I, I, think uh, I, think I, I think I even, I think I even. Now this could be, this could be in the city if it doesn't. But mate, it's last start, it's last run, Eagle Farm. Mate, it was off the bit. There was a mad leader out in front. It was never a chance of running it down. Even and that was even the way that Eagle Farm track played. It was fairly leaderish sort of thing. Bird sticks on here. 
Mate, he'd have the pick of the rides in this race. I'm telling you, he genuinely thinks it can win. Gets the extra distance, the battle suit, loves a firm surface. Um, I have to give it one more chance. But I'm getting eight. I'm getting eight fifty and three dollars a place. And it was and it was it was gobbling them up. It would have missed. I think it missed in that race by maybe half head or something like that. I just think I can't get off on its last. Time. I know, but is it just that horse? Is it just well, always gobbling them up? This is the last chance. This is the last chance. I mean, you, you've only got. 3,200 metres here in a Melbourne Cup. Like, you just have those horses that just keep swallowing the line up and you're like, just needs further. Just needs – well, sometimes there just isn't any further. No, but, I'm telling you. All right. Stick with well, me. Here you go, Muggs. I'm, well, I, I can't leave it out of the old wider exotics now because that's – these are the ones that burn you when you just stick with it, get off it for no unknown reason, just purely because you've had enough of it. Yep. That's when they get that's you, That's when they catch them, Yeah, exactly. So I'm sticking right. with it. But look, thankfully, by then, we're going to have a bit of a bank balance. We will. And that's going to be anchored by, boom, the Beans Banger. Beans Banger. The Mozzers must have. We're both running pretty hot on these, so kick us home, brother. Made simple, stuttering, easy peasy for me. Stuttering, easy peasy, easy peasy, easy peasy. Mates, I was uh, I was actually going to go. Few, you got a few. I do, there, mate. So you got a few to pick mate, from. Gonna, this is the first week I think I've picked uh, about three or four favourites. So I don't know what to do with myself. I might just bank them all, but. Now, nah, race two, I reckon we can do a nice little double there. Humboldt Current, I just think, wins this on its absolute year. Yep. So, 250 of Humboldt, three bucks of stuttering. That'll give you a good little six, seven, eight, $25 multi. I don't know, mate. My, my <laughs> mats aren't too good. I just see him that's and I'm right, back. That's why you're, that's exactly. you're the mugs off here. Exactly. The mug train is often tooting. So, mate, that's all from me. Mugs, thanks for paying attention. Listen to us for another big week. It's going to be a good card. I mate, like it. Let's have a cracking Saturday. Catch your mugs. You beauty. Ciao.